Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I want to feel the heat with somebody. Yeah, we dance with somebody. With somebody who loves Alexa, play Whitney Houston. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. Oh, mama, I'm in fear for my life from the long arm of the Lord. Got miles to go before we sleep. Lawman is put an end to my running and I'm so far from my We will not go gently. Uh, we're going to unleash hell here in December. Oh, mama, I can hear you crying. You're so scared and all alone. Hey, somebody fix this guy's buckle. I'm going to play football. coming down from the gallows and I don't have very long.
Okay, the next line that you did not hear there was dead from Dennis Young in sticks. And is this possibly where the Pittsburgh Steelers 2018 season is best described as dead? Gosh, you know, my friends, I've got to feel that way. Um, Or maybe not, maybe not. But uh, a rough one tonight. A rough one, a 31-28 loss to the New Orleans Saints in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It was a game that the Steelers had won. They battled the New Orleans Saints well. They battled the rest as well as they possibly could. But in the end, they fell victim to both. Hello, my friends. Once again, my name is Brian Anthony Davis, and this is the Steelers Hangover. It's a special game day edition once again because tomorrow is Christmas Eve. It's a beautiful season, and you know what? I'm just going to say Merry Christmas to all my friends out there and uh, everybody in Steeler Nation, happy holidays. And let's not have this disastrous loss, which could be coupled with a Baltimore Ravens improbable, what I thought, win over the Los Angeles Chargers last night. This could be curtains for the whole season. So let's not let that get us down. It is the holiday season. Let's feel good for that and uh, count our blessings in many other ways. Tony Defio, I know you're out on the ledge, my friend, and we're going to have to talk talk ourselves down off of it. But Merry Christmas, my friend. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too, Brian, and, uh, and your family and your friends. Um, yeah, it was a it was a, a very uh, very devastating loss, but it was kind of indicative of the way they've been losing games the last five weeks. I mean, it's like you said it in the beginning. They battled the refs, they battled themselves, and and they lost both both times. So yeah, it's uh, uh, it seems like the end, but uh, you know, there's, there's still a chance. So we'll see what happens next week. Well, I'm going to ask you this straight out: Is hope out the window? Do we really have a fighting chance? Do we have an opportunity to go to the playoffs as Steelers fans? As far as what what are you thinking? Are the Steelers finished, or is there a fantastic finish on the way, Tony? Well, I mean, I think hope is hanging by a thread on the window seal, and 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 someone needs to come and, and pull it back in. But it's it's not good right now. I'll tell you that. I, I you know, there's still a they're still they're still alive, but yeah, it's 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 definitely a um, it's definitely uh, tenuous. What is your overall knee-jerk reaction from this game, a game that was thought to be won? Um, where did it turn for for you? What do you blame? And what are you thinking right now? Well, it, to me, it, it felt like a game, you know, like Denver, like Oakland, like, uh, like L.A., the Charger game. It felt like they were the better team throughout the, the majority of the game. They just could not come up, come up with the uh, the right place at the end to win it. And, and, you know, and I have to agree, you know, unlike the Charger game, I think the officials, especially on the first Joe Hayden call, <laughs> that was atrocious. So um, I blame – because I think you're up by four points there. You know, you're at midfield. I think you punt the ball away. The defense is playing good in the second half. They gave it one touchdown. I think you punt the ball away at that point. I think that's what I blame. You give the, the, the Saints the ball back at midfield time left. No, you make them drive the length of the field. So that, that's what I'm blaming tonight. You know what? I don't even know if you uh, necessarily have to punt the ball away there. 
I think in that situation, I'm fine putting the ball in the hands of Ben Roethlisberger, fourth and five, and those five wides as well. I mean, they just missed it by by a foot or so. I mean, it, you know, if he makes it, he's brilliant. You know, Feekner, Tomlin, everybody's brilliant. Now they're going to be called, but, hey, they went for the win. My thing there, too, Tony, is, uh, you know, I think they're play- they were playing the time game, and that was actually one of the first time management um, strategic decisions that I think they were trying to play because I don't think they wanted to get in the situation where they were against San Diego, giving them the ball back with four minutes left, and uh, just them completely draining the clock with the timeout situation that they had. So, I yeah. mean – strategically I can see what they were doing there and if New Orleans does score in which they did there should be time left on the clock which there was and you know we have seen a minute and 30 seconds before with Ben Roethlisberger and it should be no problem and the problem we ran into was Juju Smith-Schuster got tattooed and uh, he usually doesn't fumble the ball but it reminded me of the Super Bowl with Richard Mendenhall and A.J. Hawk and, uh, and Matthews. Just uh, I believe it, it were those guys um, where they just completely just attacked him from both sides, and, went, and, and there was no way that he was even going to recover that ball because he was twisted. So, I mean, I'm just feeling that, uh, you know, fate is just not in the 2018 Steelers' hands. I mean, they're – it's just not in the arena at this point. And so I just don't know what's going on with this team, but they are not a team of destiny so far this year. And with them on the outside looking in, it just doesn't feel like it. But I'm going to give you an opportunity to think about the grades. And uh, we usually do that next, but we're going to go, I, I need some help here. I need to go to our counselor and we're going to go talk to Vito right now. Let's go to New Jersey, Vito. First and foremost, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, John. Merry Christmas, Vito. I'm thinking about something that you said in the beginning of the year. You said this was a special team. Remember that? You did say that, right? Yes, I, I did. That? I did. Okay. Now, I thought you know, I'm I'm, I want you to hold me to that. I'm, and I'm no. glad and I'm proud to have said it. It's just yeah. I'm at the point where I'm wondering if I'm wrong. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem I see. If Ben Roethlisberger steps away from this game, this organization is in huge trouble because the guy gives you a chance to win every week. He gave you a chance last week. He gave you a chance down the end. I mean, he did nothing wrong in that final drive. He made the throws. He made the plays. I mean, he was focused today, laser focused. He wanted to win this game badly. He didn't want to see the season end the way it did. And I think the biggest problem we have with this organization for the last several years, they fail to get key players in key situations to make the big plays. Why is it the Saints can come up with the big play when they need to? Why can't we? Why is it Baltimore is able to go into Los Angeles and the defense shuts them down? Why can't we? So the organization is to take, take a step back and say, you know what? Why can't we build a top two, top three defense? What are we doing wrong? There's pieces we need to address next year. We have almost $14.5 million in cap space. You know, we got to get back to our ways of being that tough defense that is able to keep us in games. Because if you notice, I don't blame the defense for the last drive because, you know, the Saints had the ball in midfield already. 
I blame Tomlin on that one and the special teams coach for taking that play. I think you punt the ball away and, and say, you know what? The defense has been doing a great job all day. The Saints hadn't scored any points in the second half. Correct me if I'm wrong. Why not take that ball, punt it away, let's see what happens. Most likely Pittsburgh would have still got the ball back within two minutes regardless. Let's say they only get it back with a minute. And to lose the game they, the way it did with Schuster, I mean, the guy was in tears on the sideline. I felt terrible for him because, you know, he stepped up big today, you know, played with a groin injury. I'm sure he wasn't 100%, but made some huge plays. And look at Antonio Brown, the game he had to keep us in that game. And, and you know, it just stinks year after year to be so close and, and constantly waste the opportunities away. The problem, though, and this is what I, what I want to say, is how do we regress as a team from being 13-3 and three last year to being 8-6-1 and one this year? What did we do to take a step backwards and lose the games that we won last year? Last year we were winning games just barely. This year we're losing by few goals. And I think the key game when you guys go back in that three-game stretch, that Chargers game is a game we should have had with the 16-point lead. I understand the two games on the road. You know, everybody could say anything they want. We should have beat the Broncos with all the yardage on that game, and we had major opportunities to win, and we, we, we failed to score points. But the Chargers game is the game that I want because if you won that game with this loss tonight, we're still not out of it. All we need to do is win next week and we're in. So if you look at those three games, one of those three games, if it's a win, we're in. And that Chargers game could have definitely been that one. Oakland, you know, we can't say enough about that game because, you know, it's 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 just a tough environment. Yeah, it's a bad team, but they're fighting they're fighting to make a statement as well. So when you look at this season, I'm going to take the leap of faith and say Pittsburgh's going to most likely win the game next week, but I think Baltimore is going to be in there and they're going to find a way to win that game. Because remember, Baltimore got knocked out of the playoffs last year while they were playing the Bengals. I think if it was the Bengals playing the Ravens, we'd have a shot. I think against the Browns, I, I think there's a really slim chance. And for us to get to this point of the season and say we need help, shouldn't be that way. Not with all the talent we have on offense, not all the talent we have on defense. So major changes have to happen in this organization in the offseason. They have to. They just can't keep going year after year and falling short like this. It's terrible. And the biggest problem, and it's not a negativity, then decides to hang up and step down, organization's in big trouble. Because you know what? I have no faith in those backup quarterbacks coming in and winning more than four or five games. That's that's my problem. And, and the window, to me, has been closing. And, and damn it, we're so damn close last year and this year. And just, we're just a few pieces away from being a championship team. That, that's that's my feeling. But you guys can't be upset because, look, this team's done tremendously, tremendously since the 90s and the 2000s. I mean, how many fan bases would love to be in our position where, you know what, we're competitive every year? It comes down to the final week. How many teams even have a chance the final week? At least we're still hanging by a thread. Think of all the teams that aren't hanging by a thread. Their seasons have been over for weeks already. So we're very fortunate that way. Anyway, let's not dwell on it. Have a Merry Christmas, and uh, hopefully better days are coming. I believe they will. You know, and I'm glad you said that. And I have a lot of responses to what you said. And the first thing that I'm thinking of is if you have a spoiled child, and whose fault is it any child? Whose fault is it that a a child is spoiled? And uh, it's because they're getting what they want. As a fan base, Healer Nation, we, we have been so blessed to be spoiled. Because, yeah, we're spoiled because 
We have seen it year after year after year. Detroit, they would love to be in this position. Cleveland, I could name probably about 10 to 12 more organizations that year after year would love to have a season like this. I mean, they have not had a losing season since 2003. That's 15 years. Um, you know, they've had a couple eight and eights, but no losing seasons. And for me, that means that we're lucky, and we're lucky to have this organization. But the problem is we look at this team. We look at Antonio Brown. We look at Ben Roethlisberger. Antonio Brown, for me, is a surefire Hall of Famer. If he's not, I would be absolutely shocked. And the reason being is because we've seen what he has done. He was almost perfect today. I did not see his number of targets, but it, I don't think he dropped the ball. I don't think uh, Ben overthrew him once. I thought he was absolutely perfect. And for a team that was double covering him all day long, he still exposed them. 14 receptions, 185 yards, two touchdowns. Juju Smith-Schuster was hurt, had a groin injury. He still had 11 receptions and 115 yards. You have Jalen Samuels, who I thought played pretty well. 12 carries, 53 yards. And, I mean, he had three receptions for 11 yards. Now, I mean, that's not a great line, but that's 4.4 yards per carry and only 12 carries. And that's just where I mean, Ben's throwing the ball 50 times, and that's what he really needed to do because this was going to turn into a shootout. So as far as the defense, I think, I think the defense played admirably, but they, they bent at times. I think there was a lot of aiding by the referees. I Definitely. saw a tweet early on this week when the referee crew was assigned, and this referee crew is notorious for favoring home teams. Right. And that's, uh, and it just felt like it once again in this game. But we said this a couple of weeks ago, good teams know how to beat the referees. I'm not going to dwell, Vito, Tony, I'm not going to dwell on the call to go ahead and try to put the game away with, with a fake punt. Um, we could look at that, but there's so many other places they lost it, and where oh, they lost about it the Ridley as play. a team. Look at the Ridley play. We're Ridley, Ridley play third and two. Ridley. Why we? Yeah. That, why do we have him as a backup? Why don't we? We had a guy like what's the other guy that just got picked up by the Rams? C.J. Is it Anderson? The guy that was cut by the Broncos. Yeah, and he. We have 14 and he million has, on the uh, sideline. Why are we going to pick up a guy like that when Connor gets hurt? Go bring him in. He's still young. He's versatile. He can run. He can make plays. Guess, why do we? Why? I don't get it. I I was calling for that a few weeks back. And get yeah, I don't. I don't up. get that. The Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, Los why don't we do Rams that? Just picked him up get a couple it. days he ago. Put a guy like Ridley in, and they're scared. And look what happens. He comes in. He gets one carry. The next carry, it costs us a drive. That even if we don't get the first down, they were in field goal position. You know what? If you miss the field goal, you're okay with it. You blame it on Boswell, but at least give yourself a chance because now you're up seven at the end. And with that juju fumble, it's a tie game, and the defense just has to step in and, and make this game go into overtime. Or, or think about this: maybe you don't go for it on fourth and five because you're up seven. So it changes the yeah. whole dynamics. Maybe, so right? there's a lot of things that Ridley play. Yeah. That was I thought. I thought a lot of the play calling was suspect. I thought on third and fifteen. Was it third and fifteen or third and twenty? Going to Antonio Brown uh, with that that uh, that short pass and letting him try to run for it, I I hate that play. 
I just, I mean, if anyone's going to do it, it's it's AB, but I just don't love that play. So if I'm going to fault anybody when I do grades, it's not really, it'll be Stephen Ridley, yes, but nobody else, but the coaching staff. It'll be Feetner, it'll be Tomlin, and it'll definitely be Butler. So if you want the changes, you're not going to see the head coach change it all in the offseason. It's not going to happen. But if they want to do anything to appease the fan base, it's Keith Butler. Get rid of Keith Butler. And uh, I'm telling you this, if they go ahead, if the Cleveland Browns, for some reason, do not keep Greg Williams, he's the first person I call. As my def- I get a grizzled old defensive coordinator that knows how to do stuff. And that's the first guy I would I would call. I would call him the minute he got released, if he does get released. Um, but who knows what's going to happen there. Um, he's, he's had a hell of a run as an interim head coach. But, Tony, where are we at here? What, what do you think? Well, as far as you're saying about, you know, plays we can point to, a Ridley fumble, I mean, third and 20. After, after you know, fourth and two, you, you get a PI called on you late in the game, and that sucked, you know, and that probably was questionable. It was probably tipped by two and whoever tipped the, the ball there. But then you, later on you have third and 20, and I forget who caught it, but he was wide open, wide open, just like two weeks ago in the Oakland game, fourth down, the tight end was wide open at the goal line. So, I mean, maybe it's time for Keith, Keith Butler to, to – because uh, how, many, how many weeks in a row now you can't close the game out for the last five weeks? Um, you know, I mean, hopefully Greg Williams is the Browns coach next, next year because that means they, they win next week for him. Uh, but if he but if he is uh, fired or released, then yeah, I, I definitely because we talked about this many times, the defense is at its best when it's aggressive. And you know, I don't know how aggressive you're you're being as a secondary when you're playing so far off on third and twenty, and 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 allowing a guy to, to catch a pass in the middle of the field with nobody around him. And there was literally nobody around him when he caught that ball. So, uh, you know, you, you can point to the refs, and and I think they they're culpable in this and what happened today, but. You know, at the, this has been indicative of what's going on on with them this year, but especially the last five weeks. Make a play when you have to make a play. And other than last week against New England, the defense and the offense hasn't been able to come up with that, that clutch play. And, you know, it's just uh, – I mean, it's just it's just, it's very frustrating. And, 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 you know, it's it's we can just hope for the best next week. Let's look at this line, Ben Roethlisberger. And I agree with what Vito said about uh, Ben Roethlisberger. He is the franchise and hoping to keep him. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's back next year. I, I'm not even worried about that uh, whatsoever. But uh, 33 for 50, 380 yards, um, three touchdowns. That's a pretty good line. And I, I really did not see much where I was yelling at him at at all. I thought he had a pretty good game against a defense that was uh, swarming at times. Um, I didn't have a problem with that. So if I'm going to put anybody in detention, it's just coaches and Steven Ridley. I'm not putting Juju on for that performance, but I feel like he got twisted on the ball. And that, that, that's not, he, I don't, I don't think that he's really liable for that at at this point. Um, I, I thought, he was amazing in this game as well. Um, you know, you know, we just have to uh, we just have to chalk it up to the fact that a maybe this team's not as special as I thought they were, 
at the beginning, or B, they're they're the crazy Steelers and and uh, fate's going to hand them a second chance next week. So that's well, that, uh, that's what we're looking at. If they do if they do make the playoffs, how do you feel about them going in there? I mean, because there was an article written was it last week where it said people used to feel used to fear facing the Steelers D, and they don't really do that anymore. So the question is, we need to solve those pieces in the offseason on defense. We need another playmaker or two. I mean, so the problem is people should fear wanting to face this team. There was a time where people feared facing this defense. They were scared because they knew they were going to get hit. They were going to get punched in the mouth. They don't fear that. And then I'm looking at the game last night and I'm saying, why is Baltimore able to do what they're able to do on defense? What are they doing differently than us? Is it coaching? Is it playmakers? What are we doing wrong that we don't have the playmakers like they have? We need to get back to saying, you know what? We need to be just as good as them on defense. Whatever they're doing, we need to do that because we used to always be a top two, a top three defense, and that's changed over the years. So if it's a personnel issue, well, then guess what? Go out and get personnel. Go out get, if, if it's a talent issue, go out and get talent. I mean, the Rooney's going to have to spend money. I know they've always been cheap in doing things, but you know what? If you want to win – you're a couple of pieces away from that. And and as far as the refs, I, I truly believe that a lot of these games are fixed by the refs. I really do. I think this league has changed a lot over the years. But at the end of the day, this is the league you're dealing with. And as a fan, you got to deal with it. So if we need a few pieces to make a difference, then they got to go out and get it. To your point earlier about how does a 13-3 and three team go and become an 8 Well, that's, that's a big deal. And one I team. think people that are in charge of this team need to look at that and say, how did we go from 13 and three to eight and six and one? That's like saying you made $80,000 last year and your income's down to 45. Well, what did you do wrong? How did your income drop that much? Well, a couple of things happened. Either A, you got demoted because you're doing a terrible job up front, or B, you're just in a career that's not allowing you to get ahead anymore and you need to make a change. So there's definitely something there that's missing because think about it. That's five games of more wins last year. Were we a better team last year than this year? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm scratching my head saying, where did, how do we go backwards? You know what? I'm going to defer to Tony here because he and I yeah. have hosted this show for two years now. And the reason I'm going to defer to yeah. him, he is going to say exactly what I'm going to say. And I can guarantee you that I know what he's going to say next about last season versus this season. Tony, take it. Well, it's like Bill Cower used to say, it's a fine line. I mean, last year they, they, Made the plays at the end of the game to, to win. You know, you know how many how many clutch plays did Antonio Brown? How many clutch catches did he have on, along the sideline at the end of the game? You know, obviously Chris Boswell. You know, he was a he was a machine for the first two and a half years of his career, and this year he's been anything but. So that's right. why. Right. I mean, that that, that it's, yeah. it's, it's a few plays. Could have, either way, you know, you had James Conner's fumble in, in week one, and then uh, uh, Boswell's miss in overtime. Uh, you know, Xavier Grimble. A month ago, at the goal line, you know, stuff like that. Joe Hayden having an interception in the end zone, getting clocked by Sean Davis, and then it turns into a touchdown directly into a touchdown. Uh, you know, you saw what happened today. Stuff that happened today. Oakland. I mean, you know, Big Ben going out with a rib injury. Just going to look like they were about to take control. Of- but you know, if we summed it up, if if we summed it up with one word, though the difference between last year and this year, could you just give me one word and nothing else? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I'll let both of you do it. Go ahead. Tony first. 
Clutch this year, not so much. Okay. Uh, Vito, go ahead. One word. I think, Describe I, I, the difference I agree between this. I, I agree with him. And, and you know what? These guys are getting paid big money. They need to perform because if they can't, then it's time to move on and pay someone else that's going to perform. It's just like what I said. If you made eighty grand last year, you guys, you're at forty-five. There's a reason why. You guys might beat me up for this, but I was actually looking for. Yeah. Uh, it's like Matt, the old show Match Game. Um, I, we need Nipsey Russell on the show because I was thinking of one <laughs> word, and I was thinking of luck. You might beat me up for luck, but I think no, no, you're right. They had luck ben on their side. That. Ben said that the interview. He said this is a game of luck. Yeah, the bounces um, didn't go their way in a lot of these games. You're right. So uh, your Charles Nelson Riley could. Uh, I mean, uh, Charles Nelson Riley would probably agree with me too. So <laughs> point. Game of inches, right? Summers. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know what? We've got to hope. We've got to. We've got to look and uh, just see what they can do next week. Great teams come through in the clutch. You want that clutch, Tony? You want that clutch, Vito? Let's see if we can get I them in the clutch. Gonna, I think they're going to win next week, but the problem is they got to rely on someone else to lose. That's the problem. I, I don't see them losing. I mean, yeah, you know what? We've, Bengals we've, are a beat-up team. We've seen, we've seen those weird things happen, though. Um, we, we, we really have. We've seen, uh, we've seen the, the Steelers have to have three teams lose, and it happens. And they've gotten in that way. We've we've seen them them uh, sneak into the playoffs based on three teams losing. And then in 2013, they uh, would have made it. And uh, this guy, I, I keep forgetting this name. This guy's name, Suckup. Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup. Yeah. He missed the kick. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs against San Diego, then San Diego at the time. Um, but. You know, sometimes the planets align, and I'm just hoping uh, I'm, I'm, if we could get Neil deGrasse Tyson to get the uh, the planets to align for us, maybe, just maybe. So I'm going to – Team Baker. I'm going to not throw in the – what's that? Team Baker next week. <laughs> Take, Baker there you go. You know what? Well, but they're paying – I tell you what. I, hey, I'll wear – if somebody wants to get me a Browns jersey – I will wear a Browns jersey next week. I would be glad to. I'd wear it all the week after. If you want to mail me a Browns jersey, I will wear it during the game. I would be be glad to. I would be all over that, and I would have no shame in wearing that jersey next week. (laughs) Vito, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. You know how much we cherish you you coming in. And uh, best with your family, and we will talk to you next week. You guys as well. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. And uh, once again, a uh, programming note will probably have to do 9.30 again next week um, so we don't run it in New Year's Eve because I'm sure Tony's going to trip the light fantastic and uh, probably uh, (laughs) has an amazing New Year's Eve lined up. So we don't want to get in in the way of that. I mean, I'm sure it's just – I'm sure it's roll out the red carpet. It's like – it's fireworks and just babes everywhere and just amazing. So I mean, well, we, I mean, we can't mess. We can't mess with that. Well, my notoriety from on from being on behind the steel curtain, I, I can't help but I, I can't even leave the house half the time. So yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so the <laughs> the Tony.
Sony New Year's party is such a hot ticket. We can't have the show next week um, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, so we're going to go ahead and do it <laughs> Sunday night. I'm just, I could just, I'm picturing you, Tony, in a Hugh Hefner rope and just like uh, welcoming people in. And <laughs> That's actually a good right, idea. I Thank that. you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least we can laugh after after such a stinker. Uh, such a disappointment. At least we're laughing. So let's join somebody else to laugh with us. Let's uh, let's see if uh, Nick from Marietta can make us feel better. Nick, happy holidays, my friend. I want to wish you no. and yours a merry Christmas. <laughs> merry Christmas, but uh, no, I'm not. I can't make any Steeler Nation uh, fa- fan uh, out there happy. I, there's just nothing to be happy about right now. I mean, I am going to get real though. I'm gonna I'm gonna parlay. I do not have my de- uh, dad around like Ken last week, um, but I am going to tell you something a little bit about myself just for 30 seconds here, guys. Indulge me. Um, my dad. You know, you take uh, your time. I, I want to hear it. Yeah. No, my dad, you know, when I was six years old, my, my parents were separated, so he'd have us for the weekend. So he, he, and he was a devout uh, Browns fan. And uh, he put me when the black and white TV's on, and he's – Oh, those Browns, look at those, look, look, look what they're doing. This is in the day of the Steelers' heyday with the steel curtain. And he'd be like, don't you love those guys? And I'd be like, no, I like the ones with the dark jerseys. No, 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 you don't like them. You don't like them. No, no, you want to root for the Browns. And I always stuck with it. And then all of a sudden I got a couple things into at recess. I'd get those Browns helmets uh, or uh, the Browns helmets, and I'd give them to him. And I'd get the Steelers ones, you know, the ones you'd get from the little uh, quarter machines at the grocery store? And he'd be like, no, no, you should have the Browns oh, yeah. fans. What? Be a Browns fan. I'm like, uh, no, Dad, I, I like this team. I didn't even know what the heck really football was. But I am going to uh, – my dad passed away in 2015, and I got still some of his stuff up in my spare room. And it's hard to look at. It's hard to go through at times, you know, and it's emotional, especially during football season. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to pull that Browns hoodie of his and his Jim Brown jersey, and I am going to wear it a couple times this week for him. And I'm going to hope to God that up there he's uh, going to give some magic dust over that Browns team with Baker Mayfield. And I'm going to pray that they pull out a, pull out a W next week. Uh, that's, uh, that's about as good a hope as I think there is. Um, but it is depressing tonight, guys. I'm at a loss for words. It was an exciting game. But I got – I mean, I know it's beating a dead horse. And I know everybody, you know, who's going to listen to this, the Steeler Nation is going to sit there and say, oh, you're repeating the same stuff. But – this is beyond a tipping point for the officials controlling games. And I, I'm so tired of all the times you people saying, and Tomlin, I know he's taking the high road. Oh, we determine and we, you know, that doesn't make the whole game. But football is finite. The field's finite. The time is finite. It doesn't go, it doesn't allow you. That game there today, the, the first seven points was the gift, just like San Diego. Yeah. Okay, yes, you can argue and say, yeah, you got 50 more minutes. That's true. You do have 50 more minutes. But let's look at the last couple minutes. It's finite. There's the, the, the time, the window to take and absorb such a blow is, is very limited. And you're asking it for the impossible. And you're asking for the fan to just swallow that. It can't go on any longer. This, this whole NFL fishing has got to be looked from top to bottom. And you've got to borrow from other leagues. Like I heard from Canadian football, they're allowed to look at the uh, pass interference calls and review them. You got to do it. You have to. I got. I got. Now I've read the 
I guess two it's online on Twitter saying he he touched the ball. I saw it. He did touch the the last pass interference was just as egregious as practically the first one. These these things did decide the game. And I know Juju shouldn't have fumbled, but this can't be. This can't be allowed to just uh, this multi-billion-dollar industry be allowed to put on such crap. I mean, and, and they do, like I said, affect the game. And anybody who says it doesn't is just, you know, they're just, I guess, apologists. I don't know what else to say. Or they just don't love the game. I, I, there's no other explanation. Um, not much insights, guys, tonight, except that I can say the biggest, everybody's going to stare at it, but the worst call, I mean, Fitchner did a great game, I thought, for the offense. But that third and two, there's just no explanation, and there's no justification for putting Ridley carrying it. I didn't even think he'd get it. I don't even care if Connor was there. I didn't think anyone was going to get third and two on them right at the field goal range. I mean, yeah. and the way you had their you had their number with the passing game. There's just no reason why not to split them five yeah. and just dump it off to somebody quick. Quick pass. I don't know. I'm, I'm almost in tears, guys, but I, I had to call to at least uh, to at least yeah, the fan of brothers one. there. <laughs> it's definitely a tough one. Yeah, it's probably it, the worst it, feeling of the season. It is. It is. But uh, listen, and I'm going to check what? out early. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say our job, too, is to try to remain positive when we don't want to. <laughs> and we just don't feel <laughs> know. deep down in our heart to go ahead and do that. But, you know, I the, the pain that you're displaying is uh, we feel that. We understand that. Um, this is just uh, we take three and a half hours every week and so much more throughout the week listening to press conferences, reading BTSC, reading Steelers.com, doing whatever we can to uh, get this information, Twitter, what, what have you. And we invest emotions just like we invest emotions and relationships with our team. So it is going to hurt. And you just question why why uh, they do some of the things they do. And when it's just obvious, my biggest problem with this team over the past couple years, Nick, was the fact that they try to surprise teams with uh, by doing something they don't normally do and surprise them with it instead of just saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do to you. This is what we do. And I dare you. I dare you to stop it. And that's what they yep. could have done with that five wide. You got a Switzer on that? Bingo. So, even yep. Washington. Even, you know, you go to some of those guys, you're golden. And that's just, I mean, it just amazes me that they try to outsmart when you don't have to try to outsmart in this game all the time. You know, we just got to hope they get lucky. Um, you know, uh, I, your story about your dad, Thank you so much for sharing that. That was beautiful. Awesome. And uh, and uh, you know, I uh, let's get some magic next week. I, I'm I'm sure there's magic in that Jim Brown jersey and that Browns hoodie, and wear it and wear it with pride. And you got uh, it, guys. That's what I'm going to say. Merry Christmas. Enjoy it. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas both of my you. friend. We right, guys, we're, we're blessed much. to have you on the show every every time you call in. So thank you. Take care. Okay, Tony, I, I got to tell you, that that was a wonderful call. And the reason that was a wonderful call is, is, is you know what? We feel that emotion. And this is and, – and we have every right to feel that way. 
And, uh, and, and I agree. I just don't know uh, what's going to change. I can tell you what's going to change. Just like Lockwork, you know, I mean, you know, this is Feetner's first year as offense coordinator. I thought for the most part pretty good, but there's some of these crazy plays in clutch situations where where you just don't have to surprise anybody. The the scapegoat for this entire 2018 season has got to be Keith Butler. I don't think anybody's going to settle for anything less than Keith Butler going at the end of the season. It's not going to happen this second. But uh, the bottom line is uh, I might even go buy Browns, something Browns, and put it on. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. you know, you know, Tony, I and I would do it with no shame whatsoever. Now you'll never see me put a Baltimore Raven um hat on or a jersey on. Well, I put them on um uh, when I've lost bats. Uh I mean the worst <laughs> was when uh I, I I sported a Washington Capitals uh jersey at a Cub Scout mo- uh, uh meeting because I lost uh, I lost a bet to a fifth grader. So I ha- I did that with pride because I mean, you know, you honor, honor your bets. But exactly. uh, so I'm not going to say never. I mean, if you make a bet, I expect people to uh, to support the Steeler stuff when when I lose when they lose the bets to me, and that's going to happen too. But uh, I would wear Browns next week with absolute pride. What time is that Browns game? You uh, you have well, to actually, know. Is that a- uh, well, they, they announced it on Twitter. Both uh, games have been moved to 4:25, so it'll be. Both have been moved. Uh, oh gosh! Yeah. Why are they doing yeah. that? Why are? Why is it? Oh gosh, I hate that. Well, I guess you know what? Maybe they're doing that because they expect Baltimore to win, and uh, and maybe they don't want the. Uh, maybe they want them to be head to head, so you know. Yeah, they want to have, so you have something to play for, and not just yeah, they have something to play for. Fans to watch. Exactly. Yeah. How many the fans? Ratings. I mean, fans do drop out if if you're not a playoff team, if if you have nothing to play for. So I, I guess right. I guess that makes plenty of sense there. Well, looking ahead, yeah, you yeah. know, i i do want to I do want to announce this. Um, our our good friend Nick had a work. Uh, excuse me, not Nick. Um, our good friend Ken from uh, Jersey had a work today, so he is somewhere in the fourth quarter. So he is not going to be calling in tonight, but uh, uh, so he has no idea. He's living it right now, and we definitely don't want to spoil mm-hmm. it for him whatsoever. But um, so we'll probably hear from him next week, and hopefully we're talking about something good. Hey, this uh, I gotta believe it in stuff, and I actually believe that a Browns team could go ahead. The oh. the Browns team of this year can go ahead and go ahead and win that game. And uh, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look ahead to next week and say, look, I have no doubt the Steelers win that game against Cincinnati. The bigger the bigger decision, the, the bigger outcome is going to be in Cincinnati and Baltimore. So I know for me, where I live, I live in the state of Maryland, so I will have to watch the Steelers on DirecTV. So go ahead and and uh, I'm gonna have two TV set up probably next week. Um, either that or I'm gonna I'm gonna have to have one of them on my iPad um, 
So we'll see what happens. But I'm, I gotta watch both. I can't. I can't wait for James Brown to jump in and and tell me what I need. I, I'm gonna watch that whole thing. <laughs> so and yeah. and we've done it before, and I've seen it happen before. Um, I've I've seen. <laughs> Uh, and I'd much rather have Cleveland at this point play Baltimore than Cincinnati because I don't believe in them at all. I think that's a broken team, um, you know, despite what happened last week with that big win. But they played a bad team last week. But let's right. go ahead and uh, do, so, do something we do need to do before we say goodnight. Um, let's, let's do grades real quick. And th- this is going to be tough because, you know, it's easy to say, okay, they lost, they failed. But the performance on that field, and I said earlier, I thought the offense was pretty darn good. I thought the mm-hmm. worst part of the offense was the suspect play calls here and there. So with that, with that, I'm going to go ahead and say that, you know, the uh, – where, where do you grade the offense here? I, I want to go ahead and give the offense a B. Um, because I like what they were doing. Let's drop it down to a B minus for the for the fumbles. I mean, and I don't even think uh, Juju's fumble was that bad. It, it killed them, but he just got he just got sandwiched and twisted. So, what are you thinking there, Tony? Yeah, I agree. Like a B, a B minus because you know they moved the ball all game, and, and the only problem I have with the offense, you know, is like you said, the the, the play calling was kind of unimaginative and, and they couldn't get that one play at the end of the game, that one drive at the end of the game that could sort of put a lid on things. So yeah, B minus, you know, I think they moved the ball really well against a really good Saints defense that's been playing um, lights out lately. I mean, the Saints defense has been really good the last month or so. So yeah, I definitely say a a, a B minus, you know, had they been able to finish uh, things off with another touchdown or a field goal, B plus for sure, but yeah, B minus. How about the defense? Uh, defense, I'm going to give it a C plus. I think I thought the defense could have warranted a B tonight had they won this game. But I mean, come on, you know, end of the game, third and twenty, you know, you got to put, you you got to make a play, and, and they didn't do it. So I'm going to give it a, uh, uh, what did I say, a C plus, a C plus. Yeah, you know what? I I'm in that C range as well. I mean, I can't excuse that third and twenty. I can yeah. I can excuse a lot of things because I thought the defense did play their hearts out, but a lot of things made me wonder why are guys so deep. Um, I just think it's scheme, and I say it week after week, and I'm so tired of saying it, but I think it's Keith Butler. And if I'm going to put anybody in detention, I'm putting Keith Butler in detention. I'm putting I agree. I'm putting Randy Randy Feetner in detention. Putting Stephen Ridley in, and gosh, I'm, at this point, I got to put Mike Tomlin in detention at this point too. Yeah. Um, and those are the only guys I can't think of anybody else. Um, let, let's say kudos to Chris Boswell. I thought mm-hmm. he had a pretty good game. He was perfect on the night. Needed to be. I don't know whether that was the fact that he was indoors or or not, but he hit all three extra points, which has been his Achilles heel, and he had a thirty yarder which has been that short stuff has been his Achilles. So I'll yeah. go ahead and uh, say special teams. I'm going to go ahead and give the special teams a B. I mean, they uh, didn't do anything amazing. They didn't do anything uh, horrendous. I mean, if you want to count the uh, the uh, 
the fake punt as special teams. I I don't know. I don't even know if that's Danny Smith's call. I think that's a, that's a Tomlin's or Feetner's call on there too. So I mean, I I really can't fault the special teams for that. But overall, I do agree with your grades. Um, the bottom line is that you could almost even give them an incomplete because they did not complete that game. And nope. that's the bottom line. It's been happening all year. So whether luck's not on their side, whether they don't have the heart to finish out those games, but I have a hard time saying that because I really, I mean, when I see Juju crying on the sidelines, when I see Steven Ridley breaking his helmet, um, uh, when I just see the looks on the faces um, of the offense when when the defense is about to score, um, excuse me, when the uh, – defense is about to let in a score. I I kind of realize that, I mean, I feel that this team has plenty of heart and I've accused them of not having heart. So I'm not going to say that. The uh, I want to go back to something Nick said. They need to be held accountable. And the only yeah. way to do that is, I have a buddy, buddy that called me and said, guys, need to, he wants to see officials fired. Look, I, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when you're looking at a penalty, and you can't pick – I mean, you can go ahead and pick up the penalty after you throw the flag and say, okay, there was no infraction on that. So that is replaying it in your head or someone else saying that didn't happen. So what's the right. difference, Tony, if you go to a screen and say, okay, yeah, hey, we missed it? What's the point of instant replay if it's not to fix mistakes? And, that, I mean – sure it's going to take so much longer, then you know what you do? You do this. You give each team one penalty challenge a half. You, yeah, you, you know I what mean, I'm saying? Yeah. Give them one, one or two. I mean, do it where you only – you could – that they're not going to do it automatically because I know the, the thing is it's going to take too long. But if you say, okay, you have one penalty challenge – well, why not? What does that hurt? Yeah. That's fixing well, a mistake. I mean, if you run out of them, you run out of them. Because you didn't right, handle you you get didn't it right. Handle them right. Yeah. But in the case of the Pittsburgh Steelers, we can't win challenges to save our lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I've never seen a drought like this. In fact, I mean, I had droughts in my life with in my. Uh, in my intimacy life where like pop singers were getting together to do a, uh, a tribute album for me. I think the Steelers <laughs> need that. Tri- we are the world tribute album because I mean, yeah. they, it, it's so that's such a drought there. So, um, right. yeah, what a, ter- what a terrible joke. Thanks for laughing. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I, I can, well, I can relate to that. So, yeah. <laughs> so can, so can you right, average that's a man. whole other so, show. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other show. So yeah. We got through. I mean, if I had to go ahead and assign a valedictorian to this game, I'm I'm looking at Ben Roethlisberger with uh, with Antonio Brown as as teammates. I I thought mm-hmm. they were actually spectacular, and you know, Ben got those balls to AB, and I thought I thought Ben looked pretty good. I thought was yeah. one of his best performances, and uh, there was nothing where I was I was screaming at Ben. So, with that being said, give me a prediction next week, and I want two predictions. 
you don't have to give me scores, but well, let, let's start with the let's start with the obvious one: Steelers and Bengals. Well, I think the Steelers are going to take care of business against the Bengals because you know, no Andy Dalton. I think AJ Green is he out for the year? I think he's out for the year. So he's AJ's gone. Yeah, this, this team is yeah. in complete disarray. So I think they're going to, they're so going to take care of I, business. I think, I think they take um, care of business as well. I, What's you know, going to happen one at M and T Bank? Well, I think um, I think when it comes to, to the Browns and the Ravens, the Browns are the better quarterback. I think there's no mistake about it, or no question. Uh, Baker Mayfield is the better quarterback right now, and you know we saw last night with uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. He, he, you know, he's like Tim Tebow. He can run, but but his passes are most of them are lame ducks. So I think the Browns are going to have incentive. Because they, they, you know, they can they can clinch a winning. One of the last time the Browns had a winning season, like maybe 2007. So they're going to have incentives, and why wouldn't they want to knock off the team that that they're replacing in Cleveland, the team that left Cleveland and, and moved to Baltimore? Why wouldn't they want to knock them out of the playoffs? So they're going to have incentive. So I'm going to say Cleveland 24, Baltimore 21. Wow. I I think that's amazing, and I I hope so. Here's my last yeah. question for you. I mean, I I agree with it. I'm there's something in my gut that's saying that this whole thing isn't over. As logic says, it should be over. It's something in my gut yeah. that says it's not over. So, I tell you what, I have to go. I don't care if I spend the money. I'm buying something Cleveland, or I'll just get an old T-shirt and write Browns on it. Maybe put a mm-hmm. big six. Horse and uh, right Mayfield on the back. Uh, at this point, I've got to, I've got to really root for this team. So um, I don't mind uh, taking a few frog skins and going to the uh, the store and buying something Cleveland, and I would wear it proudly. And I'd even put it on Twitter and say, "Hey, I'm I'm a Steeler fan, and as being a Steeler fan, I'm putting this on my head." Um, <laughs> so with that being said. I will be wearing a Steeler. I will be wearing other Steeler wear, so I, I'm going to have to combine it because I'm not going to not wear wear Steeler. But with that being said, can't believe I'm saying this. Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns! Go Browns! <laughs> My favorite team right Tony. now. <laughs> Love it, Tony. I appreciate the entire season. I get. Uh, I'm one of those guys that that uh, I don't just get mushy during the holiday season, but I get mushy in, in a, on a random day in October. I appreciate all you do for this show. Um, you're a perfect sidekick. God bless you. Thanks mm-hmm. so much. I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Um, just just enjoy it. And just smile a little more knowing that uh, that Christmas miracle might just come five days later. You still there? Yeah, oh, I mean, sorry. the last thing I said, uh, smile smile, knowing that five days later that Christmas miracle might come, my friend. Absolutely, and, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And uh, I have a feeling we're going to be talking to each other two more times this year, at least two more times. That's my prediction. Well, so, uh, that's, that's what I want to do. We'll see you next Sunday evening or hear you next Sunday evening. And uh, for Behind the Still Curtain, for Tony Defio. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. You've just been hungover. Merry Christmas, my friends. We'll see you next week.
Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus $30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.